We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Brian. And do we have some stories for you today? Oh, do we? They're called house renovation stories. Mm. Things you never want to go through. Things you want to avoid. Pressure washing. Pressure washing, also known as the great showering of 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the business that we hired to do our house has a great reputation. They do super, and yet we know the owner. The gentleman who did the pressure washing, we had asked him to pressure wash the two back doors, the one downstairs, the one upstairs, because there's some stuff in the middle of the door we wanted him to pressure wash. Let me just leave it like just that. Dirty. Just yeah, dirty. Just okay? dirty. So I guess this setting was set at Mega. Mega Power Wash. Mega Power yes. Wash. And instead of hitting the front of the door. He's going around the sides. He's going around the sides. And so water is coming in. That's putting it very nicely. <laughs> yes. And so we were home when this was happening. Thank goodness we had a half day. And uh, so we're sitting. Uh, so I get up and I hear this. And I'm like, something sounds strange. Something sounds odd. And there's water is actually shooting in through. You're getting the, a shower. Yes. Literally. Yes. Yes. And so I tap on the door. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. And so he stops. And then Miss Kayla goes upstairs and checks the upstairs portion. Picture that Brian looks like one of those airport control people that's like waving. If he had the little orange sticks, he's just waving his arms like mad and hollering, just stop. So the guy does. Thank goodness. So he stopped and we're now better. Everything's dry. Nothing was ruined. But it was touch and go for a few minutes. Um, <laughs> to say it mildly. Touch equals wet and go equals tears. So, yeah. Um, but we're good. We're good. We're also having our top deck replaced. We, well, we have a deck on the second floor of our home. Uh, that's, that's like right next to our kitchen. and Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so Saturday morning, we get up and Miss Kayla's cooking breakfast. And all of a sudden, just all this knocking and hammering and everything else. And that lasted for what? Uh, about five hours. But hey, guys, I got a trip to Target out of it. Because B said, let's go to Target. <laughs> we had to get out of the house. Uh, now, we are praising God for one thing, is that when they took down the old deck, you got to understand this mm. on the second story of our home, one of the posts that went from the uh, second floor down to the ground, you know, where the deck that anchors it, it was rotten when they pulled it out of the ground. And there may have been four inches worth of support It was there. really bad. Yeah. So yeah. we could have ended up in the yard. So, hey, I'm thankful that we weren't. But Amen. I'm hoping that we don't hear... That kind of stuff, <laughs> banging around and everything else. So, yeah. So, but I'll say this it's probably good for our sanctification. Amen. Maybe. Uh, hurricanes. Mm. Hurricane Ida just devastated areas of, of Louisiana. It did. And to say that it's gut wrecking to watch. TV images and to hear people speak, there's a part of our heart that will always stay in New Orleans. 
and to see what our friends there are going through, it's just, it's really difficult to imagine. Well, I can only share from our perspective when we did live there. Hmm. You get maybe three days warning if you're lucky. If, if a storm gives you that much notice and is kind to you, you figure out what is to go and what is to stay. And so you pack your car, you load up yourselves, and you leave. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to be a bit insensitive here. Uh-huh. Okay. You know three to five days in advance a hurricane is going to come down your street. Okay. Where are we going with this? Why do people stay? Well, I don't want to go there because, for real, it's especially now. It could be expensive. It's it's expensive. There's COVID. There's all kind of reasons why people stay. So I would prefer we not speculate on, you know, what made you decide to stay and you should have left and all this. Um, But I will say in the past for us, when there was a hurricane, we would load up, we would leave, and you really do not know what or if you're coming back to a house and we've come back to trees down in our yard we've come back to some water damage got new carpet one time it's just it's it's very hard um but i will say this in this particular case there's just the added stress i think of sickness knowing that so many of louisiana's hospitals are overwhelmed Mm. and to know that several of our friends left with the fear of i can keep my family safe at home i can keep them well i can't guarantee that if i have to relocate to another state or to another um, city within louisiana there may not be a hospital available there if something happened so yeah, we've had quite a bit of an experience yeah. with hurricanes. And let me say this. As we watch the coverage, because we lived there 15 years, so we know these towns. We, we still have friends there, a ton of friends there, actually. And we've checked on all of them. And I do know that Ben and Janet, they don't even know if they still have a home. Bless them. And they're stuck because uh, they evacuated, so they're stuck to where, where they evacuated from. Uh but we lived there 15 years, and we decided to stay for Hurricane George. Uh, now, we lived in New Orleans proper, a part of New Orleans Baptist Seminary. Uh, it's in the Gentilly area. That's way too many details. But Hurricane George was supposed to turn and miss New Orleans. Completely supposed to miss New Orleans. It did not turn. It did not miss us. Now, at that time, we were mentoring seminary boys and every thursday night we would uh what well, we you would cook a meal mm-hmm. these boys loved meatloaf god bless them they loved your spaghetti. they just loved food they were hungry and they're married now they probably have much better meal oh choices, stop it you look at me you do you're a great cook so anyway uh so the seminary didn't evacuate so we told those boys to come over to our house. We had a little house right there next. I mean, it adjoined the seminary campus. And Miss Kayla cooked a meal. We had the TV on. And we really thought that we wouldn't get the worst of the storm. Well. And we really <clears throat> thought that we'd maybe have five people. Five people. We thought that 
There were some that had texted us and told us, no, we're going to actually leave town. We've decided to go home for the weekend, take a couple of extra days off school. Well, be what happened. About How many did about, we end up with? About 15 seminary mm-hmm. students ended up in our home. Uh, we ordered pizza. I think you cooked some stuff. We had, like, snack-a-palooza going on. And then the storm shows up. Now, when a, whenever a hurricane comes through, it spawns tornadoes. Well, we still have, you know, so we're sitting there watching television tornado warning comes out and the guy says it's headed for this particular street which is where we live it's literally bullseye for our neighborhood i'm screaming throughout the house waking up these boys who are asleep all over the floor i remember john was asleep in the spare bedroom he comes out because because we're trying to get everybody huddled huddled up in the hall no 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 um we did not know that john was asleep in the guest bedroom so just just because it's such a funny part of the story b finally gets everyone settled it's about 2 a.m and being the good air quotes dad that he is he is staying up and he's watching the weather closely and about 2 30 there's a tornado warning and as b mentioned it's headed straight for our section of new orleans so he hollers for everybody to get in the hall. Well, the reason I say that it was so funny with John, he slept through the entire thing. And unbeknownst to us, he got tired of everybody. So he went to the guest room, crawled under the covers, and went to sleep. We had no idea. Doors closed. I mean, we've got 14 grown people sandwiched into in our tiny, tiny little hall. Tiny, tiny. And finally, because of the noise we're making... The the guest bedroom door opens and there stands John. What's all the noise about? And he's got his pillow in his hand, like he's still <laughs> hugging his pillow. I said, "Son, get over here. There's a tornado coming." And so here, oh, the so, house shook. Oh, it shook, and we thought we heard something. So about thirty minutes later, you know, the winds kind of calmed down a little bit. I walk outside. And we had an oak tree in our backyard. It had snapped that mm. oak tree in half. And I guess it missed our roof by six inches. I could literally stand between the the branch closest to the house and our house. It was that far from hitting our house. It was it was terrifying. And and so it was a mess. It was a mess. Uh, the next day, I remember that we went and got pizza for everybody. Uh, we were without power. Mm-hmm. And this had to be August, September, probably September. It was right after school started. Yes. So, yes. Probably September. It was hot. Oh, y'all. it was I'm, so hot. And you don't have air conditioning because you live on air conditioning in New Orleans. And Do you want to confess what you and the guys did? I don't. I think I forgot. What did we do? You took shifts sitting in the car to cool off <laughs> that's called innovation it's right called there. innovation that's and called burning in. gas well, but yes it's okay. okay uh so we did that and um i remember one one or two of the boys stayed with us throughout until we got electricity mm-hmm. restored they did and it was just, so that's our when we went through hurricane george that's our experience i can't imagine what they're going through now no because it's 
They're saying three. That weeks. was like a two, I think. Yeah. It was and and know this, we stayed because Brian is media, always has been, and it was his job to report on what was taking place. And I know that there are others that stay for various reasons. So again, I'm I'm hesitant to say, well, if you'd gotten out those those are easy words to say unless you're the one trying to make the decision. Mm. I would just I would say this, be ready to help if you can. There are some wonderful ministries. We love God's pit crew. Yes. Be willing to help financially, be willing to help with supplies. From Katrina, one of the things that really stuck with me and that was an opportunity for us to open our home to multiple friends who came and stayed with us because they were literally homeless. Katrina, as you know, devastated New Orleans. But it's not just the storm itself. It's not just the power outage. It's the things that happen after that. It's Mm. the sitting water that can create sickness. It's the lack of resources. It's the mold that grows. I have a dear friend who told me that when they finally got to go back into their house, everything, including shoe boxes that were sealed, she showed us had mold yeah. in them. So to say that they lost everything, but I just I encourage all of us to be sitting on go. I am passionate about the fact if you're not going, you're sending Amen. or you're doing. Preach. So let's just show everyone what it looks like to be the hands and feet of Christ. I want to tell you about two ministries that we love. One is God's Pit Crew. Randy Johnson and his crew are amazing. Just go to Google, look up God's Pit Crew. Second, uh, we have a dear friend named Rick Funderburg, and he's with Send Relief. Yes. So you can Google them as well and find them. Support those two organizations, and they will help tons of people down in South Louisiana. Yes. So please just reach out to them. And now, Life with B&K. Chocolate versus sweet tarts. Is this a question? Yes, it's an issue. Because you love chocolate. Is, Is the word love a strong enough word, though? It works. It I adore chocolate. Okay. Let me tell you how much this woman loves chocolate. Several, well, you look at me, love when she's giving me this little look, this like, do tell, do tell. We took, we were part of a group that went to Switzerland, oh, I guess 20 years ago or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. We, we had a carry on bag. She took everything out of that carry-on bag on the way back. Oh, yeah, I did. Put it in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. And instead, stuffed that carry-on bag with nothing but Swiss chocolate. No shame. We flew from Zurich to New Orleans, Louisiana, mm-hmm. with a carry-on bag full of Swiss chocolate. And at the time, we could claim you could, the duty-free thing was like $400. And this was like 380 you brought $380 worth of chocolate back. Hey, girl had game. Mean. You put that in the freezer. You gave it out as gifts. A little. Do you enjoy it? Oh. I think the only embarrassing moment is when we did come through customs, and the customs agent asked to see my bag. Oh my gosh. 
and I unzipped it and she looked at me and looked at the contents, looked at the form, nodded her head. And she said, I assume this is for gifting. And I said, oh, yes. And Brian looked at her and said, she lies. <laughs> Somehow we made it through customs. Made it through customs. She loves chocolate. I love sweet tarts, sprees. Gummy bears. Sour gummy bears. Mm-hmm. But now I can't have it. I don't. I may have that maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. I can't because I'm diabetic. I don't eat it. But I did stumble upon, we have a little local candy shop. Oh, have mercy. They had sugar-free sour gummy bears. Just and, don't do it. And we were going out to tour the Blue Ridge Parkway. To For the sake leaves. of yourself and fellow mankind, do not do this. What are you saying? I'm saying that we did not get to tour the Blue Ridge Parkway. They put some kind of sweetener in it that has an adverse effect on my intestinal tract. Would reactive agent be a fair <laughs> word to use? So it, it did not – I did not fare well for a few hours after mm. that. So <laughs> – We have now officially banned all sugar-free gummy bears from our house. It's a sad thing. Yes. And if you want a good laugh, go to Amazon and look up sugar-free gummy bears and, and read, read the reviews. Read the reviews. They're just – Enough I, said. I've experienced that. So I went to Facebook and I asked chocolate versus sweet tarts, mm-hmm. sprees, that kind of stuff. And the comments just blew up. And Miss Kayla, yes. You probably won 95% of the vote. It was a landslide. Y'all should see the look she's giving me, this little... I'm just smiling. No, no you're not. You're smiling <laughs> with... Victory! Yes! This enormous pride. And But you had some great responses. We did. Melody wrote and said this. Someone once said, chocolate is to women what duct tape is to men. It fixes everything. Do you agree with that? Amen, sister. I don't know. A hamburger fixes everything to me. Uh, Allison uh, wrote, she used to be our neighbor in our neighborhood, OMG, how is this even up for debate? Chocolate. Yes. And then Karen Swallow Pryor. Yes, who is a hero Was of Team mine. Sweet Tarts. And she wrote. <laughs> She's a fan of what, my da- of what my husband calls little kid candy. And I said, I don't see a problem with this. She said, right? (laughs) I'm a fan of little kid candy. (laughs) And then Kirsten, our pastor's wife, wrote this. Dark chocolate, any other candy is a waste of calories. How would you feel about that? I do love dark chocolate. Yeah. M&M's? Peanut M&M's. Now those, oh. Good stuff. Those, those are. Your favorite chocolate bar Toblerone really mm-hmm. hmm it's good stuff how about that orange chocolate there is a it's a Lindor dark chocolate with shaved orange peel it's you, heaven you, oh my word you should see her eyes yeah. her eyes are twinkling <laughs> it's like she is just reliving these amazing and memories. now i'm gonna have to go to kroger on the way home what no 
You well, started whatever, it. Whatever you want to do, darling. Okay. Whatever you want to do. So, yes. It was definitely a landslide for chocolate. I will say this. After reading all the comments, you sour candy people are some passionate people. We're in the minority. You defended your candy really well. We're in the minority. Our friend Derek buys one pound bag of gummy bears at a time. He and his wife, they just had a baby. He took Mm -hmm. a pound bag of gummy bears to the hospital. He was done with them by the time the baby arrived. You do what you got to do. Do what to get through life. It's either chocolate or... Sweet tarts. Sweet tarts. There you go. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Peas and Carrots podcast. You can subscribe to the Peas and Parrots, uh, Peas and Carrots podcast. <laughs> Peas and Parrots. Uh, on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and you can contact us if you'd like to reach out to us at peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Or on Facebook, just search for Peas and Carrots podcast. And this episode's brought to you by chocolate or sweet tarts. There you go. Go, sweet tarts. For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.